not off. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start right with Conor McGregor. We broke the story yesterday. Conor McGregor has been accused of raping a woman after the Miami Heat finals game on June 9th. Of course, This mojo is the same night where he punched Bernie the mascot and sent Bernie to the hospital in what was a skit gone wrong. Obviously, these allegations far more serious. And now we actually have video, and we're going to show it to you right here, of Conor McGregor leading his accuser into the bathroom where she claims that she was sexually assaulted by the UFC superstar. So, Mojo, we're blurring her face here as to not reveal her identity, but you see Connor, he seems to look at her, extends his hand, she takes his hand, and Connor leads her into what is a VIP bathroom. And then you seem to see Mojo, just like the woman uh, has seemingly said, that security, whether they be Heat or NBA security, formed a wall so nobody else could get past, and that left the woman and Connor in that bathroom alone, and we know we went through the allegations yesterday with Edward, where uh, she claims again that he um, that he forced himself on her. You know, we talked about this yesterday. The entire world has been talking about this. That's the negative of being one of the biggest stars on the planet. Anytime you do anything, everyone's going to be talking about it. Obviously, that works out to your benefit in most cases. Definitely not the case here. It was all kind of hearsay to this point. This is the first bit of evidence that we, we've seen here. And, you know, not a ton we can unpack here. I mean, obviously, it kind of fits the narrative of uh, this woman's story. As far as if he forcibly took her into that room, I, I don't know if this video proves that. But, yes, seeing the security outside the door, that you can obviously see. We won't know, obviously, what happened inside right. of that room. but. I feel like this video overall is probably a negative to the McGregor camp. Yeah, I I think that's an interesting point, Mojo. So uh, there, first of all, what does it show? It obviously shows that her and Connor had some some level of interaction that night and that they did walk into the bathroom. Now, I will say this. When we originally published the story and we spoke with the accuser's attorney, she said that Connor was in the bathroom already and she was essentially surprised by him because he was lying in wait. Well, that isn't what this video shows. And uh, as we do with all stories, especially when you're talking about the serious allegations such as this, we reach out to the other side. Uh, Connor has not been convicted. It's only an accusation right now. So he should be presumed innocent. So uh, we reached out to his attorney and um, she gave us a statement. And while yesterday they said, hey, look, he didn't do anything. Today they're coming out much more forcefully with their statement. So this is from Connor's attorney. The woman's name is Barbara Lanes. And here's what she had to say. After the video was released by TMZ, the claimant's lawyer now has changed her story. Mr. McGregor welcomes the investigation, which he firmly believes will show the claims against him are false. After not responding to the demand for money made by claimant's counsel, she turned to the media to apply pressure. This is no more than a shakedown. So 
Uh, that mojo goes obviously beyond saying I didn't do it. Now they are accusing this woman of, of being out, uh, being motivated by greed and, and trying to get a payday out of this. And they are trying to obviously point to what they believe are inconsistencies within her story. Look, the accuser's attorney has admitted that she was drinking that night and that she had no less than six drinks and that the fine details that some of that may have been lost because of the alcohol. But at the end of the day, she is still adamant. And here are some other videos from Con Conor McGregor, that actual night mojo, hanging out with the woman. They are adamant that Conor attacked her inside that restroom. Obviously, we're getting two polar opposite stories here. And Conor McGregor's attorneys could not have been uh, more aggressive in their rebuttal. I mean, yeah. the, the language that they chose to use there, they're obviously drawing a line in the sand here. It is very interesting, though, to the point that you've already made. If, if she was claiming that he came into the bathroom when when she was already in there, and obviously we we now have video evidence to refute that, that could go a long way in this case. Uh, that would certainly uh, justify McGregor's camp responding the way that they did. But, you know, all of this still doesn't change anything that could have happened in the bathroom. Uh, but it does raise a lot of questions. It, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, Mojo. Remember this. Uh, not only is just uh, an allegation made by a woman and Connor receiving a lot of bad publicity right now, but you got to remember there was also a simultaneous police investigation that is now underway, has been for a few days in Miami. They are investigating an alleged rape. And obviously, if ultimately there were an arrest and there were charges, I mean, this is incredibly serious stuff that could carry a lengthy prison sentence that's probably getting ahead of ourselves. But uh, this is an incredibly serious situation that we will continue to follow. Mojo, the NBA said that after the NBA Finals, they were going to hand down that suspension to Ja Moran for that second gun incident back on May 14th. Well, uh, they stayed true to their word, and on Friday morning, the NBA handed down a 25-game suspension. So John Morant, next season, starting with the first game, which will be played sometime in October, he is going to have to sit out 25 games without pay. Now, the uh, NBA season is 82 games long, so it's about 30% of the season. Like we just said, without pay means that he will not get paid that $30 million salary. And when you prorate that over uh, a 25 game period, it ends up equaling about $12 million, a little over $12 million that John Morant will not get. He will also, Mojo, have to meet some other requirements, which are likely to be something along the lines of counseling. But um, it's interesting because you've got a lot of people now debating whether or not some people think they went too soft on Ja. Some people think they actually went too hard on Ja. Now, remember, in March, he had flashed the gun for the first time. That uh, got him an eight-game suspension. So 8-25, pretty big jump here. Only 82 games in the season again. What do you think, Mojo? I'm going to be honest with you, Babcock. I look at this a couple of different ways. When I hear a 25-game suspension, I think, you know what? This is very appropriate. It was eight games the first time. This was just multiples worse from doing it again in such an uncalled for act. And then I hear $12 million and I'm like, damn, that's a little heavy. I don't know. That might be a little too much yeah. when you chop it that way. Well, you we know what the point, and I, I'm interested to hear your take on this, Mojo, and we'll, we'll actually get to a John Moran statement. He, he issued a statement. Uh, I'll read that in a second. A lot of people have said, hey, look, 
where this happened, and it happened in a place for the Memphis Grizzlies, obviously, it happened in Tennessee. He did not break any Tennessee state laws, nor did he break any federal laws. So you've got a lot of people who are saying, hey, why is he getting in trouble for this if he didn't actually break any laws here? It's just the fact that you're a repeat offender for such a pointless act. There was no benefit that came of this, just flashing a gun in a social media video. What is the point? It's almost like you're you're taunting the league. You're taunting the people that disciplined you. Uh, it made no sense the first yeah. time, especially not the second time. And you know what? I... I think about this, and when I see this punishment hand down, I almost look at the NBA as being concerned parents. John Morant is a star in the league. He's going to continue to get better and be a focal point in the league. He is going to be one of the top players year in and year out for a long time. They're probably worried about this young man's future because as good as he can be, that can be all derailed with just one act one bad mistake. And if they don't check him now while he's young, these kind of situations will snowball. I almost see, see them as doing this because they care. I know that's kind of weird. No, because I, usually I, I don't disagree. I mean, let's be honest. If, if God forbid, say that gun as he's flashing the, uh, the, the gun on video, if that gun goes off, his life is over if somebody is hurt. So while uh, maybe this was poor judgment, in bad taste, poor firearm safety, whatever you want to say, however you want to characterize it, it certainly is not as bad as it could have been. And I think, yeah, I think ultimately the NBA is trying to prevent that from happening. Not just because he is 23 years old, he is immensely talented, he can be the next face of the NBA or one of the next faces of the NBA. Uh, that can all be taken away in an instant uh, with a bad decision. So I think they're trying to stop that from happening. Mojo, uh, Nike has is, is chosen to stand by him. You might remember we had that conversation. What are they going to do with his, his custom shoes that he has? So Nike has applauded uh, the punishment and John Morant specifically accepting the punishment. Now, uh, we talked about Ja's statement. Uh, before we move on here, let's read you a little bit of what Ja had to say. Now, if you want to read the entire statement, go to TMZ Sports' website. But here's what Ja said. To the kids who look up to me, I'm sorry for failing you as a role model. I promise I'm going to be better. He then went on to add, I hope you'll give me the chance to prove to you over time I'm a better man than what I've been showing. That seems like a guy who's accepting responsibility, who is saying, hey, I made mistakes in the past, but I will vow to do better going forward. He's going to sit out. He'll be back sometime in December, Mojo. And here's hoping this is the last time we ever have a conversation like this about John Moran. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, we are talking to WWE superstar Braun Breaker, one of the organization's biggest rising stars, just days before the biggest match of his entire life. What would a win over Seth Rollins mean for his career? Braun's going to join us. We're going to ask him that very question next on TMZ Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. 
join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike Babcock here with Mojo Mutati. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, we are here with Mojo's doppelganger, though. Uh, this guy is uh, becoming one of the uh, biggest professional wrestlers in the entire world. Uh, WWE superstar, former NXT champion, who has a absolutely massive match coming up against Seth Rollins, uh, fighting for the world heavyweight title at NXT Gold Rush. And uh, we now welcome Braun Breaker to the show. Braun, brother, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. How excited are you for this match? I know the fans are excited about it. It's a big deal. Biggest match of your career. How are you feeling, man? Man, I'm ready to go. I'm excited. Um, biggest match of my life. Biggest moment of my life. Um, and I just, I can't wait. I can't wait to get in there and beat Seth Rollins and become the new world heavyweight champion on Tuesday night. Talk to me about your nerves. Uh, like, like we just said, I mean, this is a big deal going to be a yeah. lot of people watching. Are there nerves before you have a, a big moment like this? You know, I, I feel like I've I've been on the big stage since the moment that I've stepped foot in the door. So this is nothing new to me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm up for the challenge. I know how big of a, of a, of a challenge and tall task that this is, and I'm ready to go. Um, you know, there, there's just there's nothing left to do but, you know, for me to for me to beat him up. So how about, you know, him having all this experience and you being a, a, a bit of a younger guy? Uh, what about the challenges that that presents? Yeah. He um, knows all the tricks. No you know? Yeah, no question about it. Seth is uh, the best that there is in the world. Um, that's why he's the world heavyweight champion. Um, he's been on top of our business for over 10 years. I mean, he's just that he's an outstanding sports entertainer. You know, there's there's no question or no, no doubt about any of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I know how great that Seth is and, and all those things. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm hungry. You know, I'm young. I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm a two-time NXT champion. I, I, I'm the most dominant NXT champion that there's ever been. And I'm looking for new challenges. I'm looking for bigger challenges. And it just so happens that Seth Rollins is, is going to be my next challenge. And I'm up for it, man. I'm ready to go. I'm locked in. I'm, I'm laser focused right now. There's, there's just, uh, there's nothing that could throw me off my path. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm so ready to go. I can't stand it. And you know what, Bron, if you were to go in and then beat Seth, who, you know, like you just said, is, is one of the biggest wrestlers in the entire world. What does that do for your career? What does that mean for you then if you beat that guy? It, I mean, obviously I become the, 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 and probably the instantly biggest star in our industry because I'm the world heavyweight championship. So, I mean, that's at that point in time, at that's that point, not bad. At that point, yeah. I mean, at that point in time, the playing field is different for me uh, at this point. I mean, if I'm carrying the world heavyweight championship around, then I have a whole new pool of, of opponents yeah. and, and um, you know, people that are going to be coming for me. So, uh, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for all that smoke. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Anything you'd say to him before I let you go, Braun? Any a last message uh, to your uh, opponent? 
Enjoy your last few days as World Heavyweight Champion. Longbreaker, NXT Gold Rush. Uh, cannot miss this match. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate your time. Thank you. There were the Kansas City Chiefs getting those championship rings for beating the Philadelphia Eagles. So, so sad. Uh, they've got a couple of them by now, Mojo, but still pretty darn exciting each time. Look at that. 22, 19, and 69. Great, great oh. years. Mojo, these rings are awesome. They're from Jostin's. 609 diamonds, totaling 16.1 carats, 35 rubies. And what I think is the coolest part of the ring is that the top actually comes off and it becomes a pendant, and it basically is like a small hourhead stadium. I think that's awesome. I've never seen a ring before that actually becomes like a piece of jewelry that goes around your neck. Awesome rings. Gotta say it, Babcock. I absolutely love this ring. You already know the reason why. It's because we have 609 diamonds in the ring. I'm going to say it again. 609 yep. diamonds in the ring, and they won in 69, so how about that? That's on there as well. Right. Pretty, pretty, Absolutely pretty fantastic. There's a lot of pressure on these ring makers now uh, because they're just getting so ridiculous every year, and they got to up the ante and make them special. We have seen rings that open before, yes. but you're right, separating entirely till we're getting the two-for-one special here, the old El Duble of items. <laughs> Absolutely love it, Babcock. Very yeah, cool stuff. Absolutely. Now, uh, there's something else I want to talk about before we go. Earlier in the week, uh, Jamar Chase, he took what a lot of people have perceived to be a shot at Patrick Mahomes. Now, of course, Jamar Chase, and he's one of the best receivers in the league, if not the best receiver in the league, period. And he was asked who the best player was. And he didn't say MVP Patrick Mahomes' name, no. He picked another quarterback, his quarterback. Watch this. Asked about the number one player in the NFL, with very little hesitation, you said Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Everybody knows that. Yeah. That's easy. MVP. He said Pat. Who said Pat? Joe. Pat who? So there it was. Pat who, Mojo? I promise this has something to do with the rings. Well, after he received his championship ring last night, Patrick Mahomes, he clapped back. Pretty straightforward, but pretty clear too, Mojo. That's who, with not one, but two rings. And I think Jamar Chase is saying, hey, you think that Joe's the best? Joe ain't got any rings. Oh, brutal. Patrick Mahomes taking this personal. I mean, <laughs> just a complete character shift here. Babcock, I'm going to tell you something. Yep. This isn't the first time wearing a ring changed a man. We do <laughs> remember good friends. Frodo Baggins and Smeagol of Lord of the Rings. Look how much they changed when they got the big ring. And now we're seeing this kind of same thing from, from Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what's going to happen when he gets even more rings? He's going to be a full-on heel. Ooh, or what happens if Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow win a ring? I, I will say, Mojo, we have got to go. We're, we're, we're going uh, to unfortunately have to go here. But I've never, never wished that I had seen the Lord of the Rings more than right now because I have no idea what you're talking about. Ah, uh, brutal. None. Embarrassing me here on national TV. <laughs> no, I'm embarrassing yeah. myself. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs>
All right, Mojo, before we go, uh, it's an end of an era because Michael Jordan, for my money, the greatest basketball player of all time, has sold his controlling stake, his controlling interest in his NBA team, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, remember way back in 2006, Michael first bought a minority stake in the team and then ultimately ended up being the head guy over there, the big boss. Well, he is selling to a group of businessmen, but there are also some celebrities who are involved in a in a smaller way here, Mojo, namely J. Cole and country music star Eric Church, who now both guys are local guys in the Charlotte area and both of them now own the Charlotte Hornets. So you you might lose one celebrity owner, but you gain two more. And again, it's an end of an era for Michael Jordan, who ultimately had put in a couple hundred million dollars. Now the team is worth something like two or three billion dollars. So great investment for his airness and be interesting to see now what he does. Got a lot of free time. He can do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> I mean, Talk about the investment in the team and the multiples that he made there. Then factor in Air Jordans and what he's made off of his shoes. I mean, he might be the go-to business now here, too. Forget basketball. Oh, basketball. no, you're, you're, you're not... You're, you're, you're not wrong about that. I mean, he's a, he's a billionaire. Money's not an issue for Michael, even before the sale. <laughs> yeah, they call him so, the GOAT for the reason. There it is. Right. Uh, what an investment. I got to start calling him for business advice, man. <laughs> Yeah, Again, well, if you have a line to Michael Jordan, then let's get him on the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got to go, Mojo. Uh, big stuff, big sports weekend. Uh, everyone, uh, have fun, be safe, and uh, we'll see you Monday. We're going to have a heck of a big show for you. Getting the band back together on Monday, Mojo and Babcock. No Mojo's little brother next Monday, but either way, we'll still make for the best show 